Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. Welcome to this next episode, which is a very exciting episode. It's another one. uh, I mentioned this, I think, two episodes ago. It's another one where, you know, this has been a big theme of uncovering deeper awareness in my own life. And then it's been a theme that, uh, you know, I've done, I worked on this specifically with a lot of clients, uh, directly after that. So it felt like something that I have to create a podcast episode on because it's something that's alive and in the field for my community. And this is being the predominant creative force in your life. The predominant creative force. Now, what does this mean? To be the predominant creative force means that you are the dominating force that that determines and creates the end results or outcomes in your life, like what happens in your life, you know? You are the main determinant. You are the predominant determinant. Now, by default, most of us assume that we are not the predominant determinant. We assume that forces outside of us have the power and they are the determinant. And we need to try to manipulate and control forces outside of us in order to get our end results. So most people, no, everyone, when they unconsciously communicate, it's all like manipulation. It's how you would manipulate someone to get what you want. Like whether you be really nice, whether you you know, a submissive, whether you are dominant, like all of those things are strategies to try to get control and get what you want. Um, And that's what we unconsciously do. We assume that we don't have the power, the outside forces outside of us have the power. And when we feel a, a lack of control about those external forces, that's what that's one of the things that can be very triggering for us. And, you know, it can trigger a lot of fear. It can trigger anxiety. It can trigger sadness, depression, anger. You know, when we feel we don't have the power, right? Everything else has got the power. We, we are power, powerless or just not you know, the most powerful others or the world has power over us. The system has power over us. And for everyone, depending on your fundamental beliefs and, you know, just the way you learn to interpret the world during your individuation phase as a child will depend on like what you 
you believe has the power. Like that is something that's different for all of us. Some people uh, might unconsciously assume like the masculine always has the power that, you know, women can't, just a group of women or a single woman can't um, get the thing they want or they, like, they've got to have a man on board aligned to get the thing they want. I'm re- I really don't know why that example came to me, but but that was just like a really specific example that came to me. Could be that authority needs to be present. Could be that authority can't be present um, in order to get what you want. Like these conditions, these outside forces that you believe have the power and that are in play to you getting what you want. Now, when in terms of creating and being a creator of your life or manifester, you might, I, I tend to use the word creator just because I find manifester sort of over manifestation and manifester sort of overused in a way that doesn't quite align or mean what I'm with what I'm talking about. So it is being a manifester and manifesting, but I, I just, just as an over mid podcast over explanation, tend to use the word create and creating um, to avoid the connotations that have now built up around the word manifestation, manifesting, but it is, but it is manifesting. So if you, you know, if you want to be the creator, the manifester of your life, the, the person that chooses and decides, this is what I'm creating. This is what my vision I'm going, I am going to make it happen. I'm going to be the designer of my life. That is to be the predominant creative force of your life. And you actually have to adopt that principle in order to do that. In order to be able to be the person that designs and creates your life and creates the end results and the visions that you desire in life, the the business, the career, the um, the family, the relationship, the friendships, the community, the home. If you want to be like the creator of your destiny and create your life the way that you want it, you have to take on the principle of being the predominant creative force in your life. Like I hope it's just blatantly obvious to you right now by me saying that is that you like, you can't do that. You can't create everything you want in life. If you don't assume that you are the one with the power to create it. Like if you assume that things outside of you have the power then you're one of those people that that doesn't believe in manifesting that doesn't believe that you get that you have any power control and say in the outcome outcomes you experience in your life like and you and if you believe that you're probably not <laughs> going to be listening to this podcast um but but what you what most people aren't aware of though is really taking this on as a principle of being the predominant creative force like you've got to take it seriously as a principle and so when you find yourself up against situations where you you are triggered to feel powerless um you have to go i have the power i am the predominant creative force Um, and what actually would be a really good exercise right now to do, if you are 
if you have like a pen and paper available and you're not driving or vacuuming, probably be hard to listen to a podcast and vacuum. But if the podcast, I've done this before, I think, if the podcast is recorded at a high enough volume, you can do noisy things and listen to a podcast with headphones. I remember I was doing some tractor, it's going to sound very random, but I was doing some tractor work on my parents' farm a few years ago and um, there was this one podcast I was trying to listen to and like it was just recorded in too shit of a quality that I couldn't hear it on the highest volume in the tractor with my headphones on. Um, but other podcasts that were had good audio quality, I could. And I was so annoyed. I was like, God, this made me want to like write to this podcast host and be like, record on better quality so I can hear you when I'm doing noisy tasks. So you know what? Because of that, I make sure that this podcast is recorded at a very high volume. If you're a regular podcast listener, I don't know if this is true, but I would guess from the way that I do my audio that you actually have to turn the audio down for my podcast because it's so loud. Well, I do that in service of people that are driving tractors or mowing lawns or vacuuming so that you can still listen with your headphones on. Anyways, let's get back to the exercise. If you are available to pick up a pen and paper, what I would encourage you to do is to write down everything that you feel like you don't have any power in right now in your life, that you feel powerless or like others have the power, you don't have the power. So interestingly, (laughs) so interestingly, I actually just did this this morning because I I got super triggered yesterday. I'm about to leave Spain and this happens. This happens when I'm doing something that's really living my true nature and purpose. My ego can get super triggered by it. It's like, it feels so unsafe. Um, and so that happened. And so this morning I was like, okay, what are all the things? Because I know that Anything, you know, yes, the day before I was fine, but now it's like everything, like 10 things in my life right now are making me feel stressed and anxious and like shit. Um, and so what are all of the things that I've, I've started to unconsciously feel like I'm not the predominant creative force of anymore? And I wrote a list. It was very helpful. So that's what I'm going to encourage you to do right now. Write a list of all the things that, um, that you're feeling not, not the predominant creative force of, that you're feeling powerless about, that other, others have the power. And, you know, what you might notice, just notice actually, when you write those things, what your perspective is on them. Because when I wrote my list this morning, I I felt a good dose of anxiety still. I was like, oh my God, yeah, like how the fuck am I going to figure that out? <laughs> like what am I going to do here? Ah! Uh, and then, and then what I did was I redefined myself as the predominant creative force in my life. And I was like, no, no, no. That's bullshit. That's a bullshit illusion or way, one way that I could see things, one perspective. 
I am the predominant creative force in my life. And it, it like, it's, it totally snapped me out of it and made, and as soon as I did that, as soon as I went, I am the predominant creative force in my life. I'm the one that has the power in these situations. As soon as I did that, I actually started to see things that I could do that I was not seeing when I was just feeling powerless to to all of these things. I firstly saw, look, well, here's how I can, <laughs> I can just deal with these two things. It's like, I'm just going to communicate. I've just been not communicating because I've been unconsciously feeling like, you know, this person's got power over me when really like I can act two people, I can actually just communicate what I want and, you know, just take my power back in that situation. It was just so blindingly obvious and simple with those two. And it made me realize with another one of the things I wrote down, which is to do with my luggage, I was like, well, I can just choose to be the predominant creative force and I'm going to find a solution for this, you know, tomorrow morning when I need to find a solution for it. Um, or, you know, and I just, I'll just find something like it'll just work out. And I was I could just feel already like how differently I'm no longer stressed about that. Cause I, I know I'm, I'm just going to find a solution. It might not be what I want or fit with certain circumstances, but like, whatever, like it's just going to be resolved. It doesn't matter. Um, so that was, that's one aspect is that I start to, I started to see already like obvious actions and things I could do differently. Man, there was a second point I was going to make to like what you get out of that process. And it is escaping me right now. Okay, it's it's either not important or it's going to come back to me before the end of this episode. Um, but just that simple redefining of yourself, okay, you've heard me say this, this a million times before, actually like changes your level of consciousness. So firstly, you were in an unconscious definition um, that you didn't have the power and when you move into the definition that you are the predominant creative force in your life, you actually shift your level of consciousness. You shift to a higher level of consciousness. And, um, and from that vantage point, you see and experience things differently. And you do have the power. I do have the power in those situations where I was feeling powerless. I just got seduced into feeling powerless again. And when I been able to look and go, well, I am the creative force. Like I am the predominant creative force that actually frees me. If you listen to my last podcast episode, that actually frees me also to put my focus in the things that I want. Oh, that was the second point is to go, well, what is my actual end result? That was it guys. So I wrote down my list of the things that was stressing me out. And then when I redefined myself as being the predominant creative force in my life, I am actually the predominant creative force in all these situations. I am the predominant creative force in creating the end results I desire. What that then got me to go, okay, well, what's my end result? Because in some of those things, I was sweating the small stuff. I was like 
stressed about things that are not important because they're not actually part of my end result. It's just part of my egoic preoccupation, such as what someone thinks and feels about me. Like that, that's, that's not my responsibility. That doesn't matter. That's not my end result. Like, you know, I've got to, it helped me to also let go of those things that are also not, don't matter if you're going to be the predominant creative force in your life. What matters is what you want to create. And so it helped me go, okay, well, what's actually my end result with the baggage? What's actually my end result with the situation with the two, these two people? And actually my end result has sort of nothing to do with the people. Um, and as soon as I realized that, it just totally, I was like, fuck, what is this powerlessness I've been feeling about this? I feel like I'm totally, you know, in that instance, I was like, I'm totally in control of creating the end result I want here. Like, you know, might take a bit of time or, you know, not, not happen in the way I thought it was going to happen with, you know, but like, it's like I refocused onto the end result, not the conditions I thought had to be in place to get my end result, you know? And so that's what I went through and do and went was like, okay, well, what are my end results then? So then I can put my focus there and I've now taken all this energy that I had wrapped up into, in all these like things that didn't matter, weren't important, weren't in my control. Like I just took my energy out of that and I've now put it in what are my end results and being the predominant creative force in those end results. Now, I want to share with you a visual that actually my coach shared with me. Um, so I have to credit it to my coach. I didn't come up with it. My coach, William Whitecloud, shared with me um, about being the predominant creative force in your life. And I think it's a great visual. Um, so I'm going to share it. So if you imagine, or if there was, I mean, you don't have to imagine it. And like, if there was a room full of pendulum clocks of all sizes, so you can have small pendulum clocks, you can have those grandfather pendulum clocks, you know, just imagine there's a room that is full of all sizes of pendulum clocks. Now, if you went around and you bashed the pendulum on all of those clocks. So they were all just out of sync, going at wobbly times. Um, what would happen is that those pendulums would gradually all, like all the pendulums in the room would gradually come into sync. So now, right now they're bashed around and like all, all in completely different rhythms and whatever they will all find themselves to come back into this exact same, like in sync. I don't know if you've ever done, if you've ever seen one of those games where there's like those balls that are hanging and you can, and you can bash up the, them all around. So they're all going at different times and then it all comes back into line again. So they all swing together. I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, but I can see it in my mind. It's like that, okay? They all come together. And furthermore, the pendulums will all sync to the pendulum swing of the largest clock. So the largest clock, the pendulum, will actually stay the same and all of the other pendulums will sync to that rhythm and then they will all be swinging 
you know, at the same rhythm. So this is how you can think of being the predominant creative force in your life. It's not to say that there are not forces outside of you that exist. There are, there are forces outside of you, but you are that grandfather clock. You are the predominant creative force in creating the end results you desire in your life. Not in making other people do things, not in creating things for other people, but like if you identify the end results that you desire in your life and the actual end result of it, you are the predominant creative force. You are, and imagine yourself as that grandfather clock that when you hold your focus and you hold your end result and you just hold steady, you just hold that pendulum steady, swinging in your rhythm, the forces outside of you will harmonize with that and and your end result to be created. So that's just a visual that I found helpful. I hope that you find helpful. There's um, different visuals that I could give for being the predominant creative force, but I feel like that's a really good one. So I wanted to share that. So this has been, well, for me, this is a mini podcast episode about being the predominant creative force in your life. And it's a principle that if you do want to be the creator of your life, you have to adopt because you will not be very effective if you don't adopt it. You know, like write this on a piece of paper, put it on your fridge, put it on your mirror, just put this somewhere. This is something that like you need to continually realign yourself with and redefine yourself as because unconsciously you're going to go back to your egoic definitions of believing that people and things outside of you have the power and you've got to come back to, I have the power. Even if I don't know how to resolve this right now, I have the power. I have the power. Do you know what that brings to mind? Okay, maybe this is going to be a normal podcast episode length, but I just have to mention this. I have to mention this now that I said that. So when I was 21, about to turn 22, I had had a resurgence of bladder incontinence issues that I had when I was a child. And I had been to every type of alternative uh, health practitioner, like homeopaths, kinesiologists, Bowen therapy, whatever that thing is that's like Bowen therapy, um, all these things. And all the people were convinced they could help me and nothing helped at all. And I also went to um, a specialist uh, as well. And and just really like, you know, nothing changed. This was as a child. And then I did as an adult, again, actually the same thing. I uh, went to both alternative and um, uh, the specialist and and it, nothing helped, like nothing helped at all. Like, like not even a bit at all, nothing helped. And it really reinforced this belief that I was powerless. I was powerless to my body, like so powerless to my body and my, my body's function. And there reached a point, you know, and I used to fantasize about like 
seeing someone and then finally it just suddenly healed me of all these issues. And then they reached a point when I, I don't know if it was like, I did this South America trip just before I started my full-time engineering job after uni. And I don't know if it was when I was on the trip. It must've, but it must've been around that time. It must've been when I was on the trip, I think, or when I got back from the trip. And I just decided, I just had this moment. I'd never been exposed to personal development, healing. Well, I mean, the alternative therapies I had, but not like healing, I guess, um, or emotional healing, maybe I should say. And I just had this, I don't know where it came from, but something inside me just said like, no one else can do this for me. No one can do this for me. Only I can do this. It's been proven to me by the however many people I've seen about this issue. No one can do it for me. Only I can do it. And I don't know where that came from because I'd never really been exposed to the idea that I could heal myself. And when I got back from that South America trip, I went um, for a weekend like to this beach town with my parents And I went to the secondhand bookshop and I saw these two books that were on like healing your own body and conditions. And I got those books and then one of those books mentioned, well, one of those books actually, I got so much from it, but it also mentioned like this uh, type of, I guess energetic healing modality, you could say, which then led me to go to this um, healing center that I found that was like the one place in Adelaide at the time that did anything alternative like this and then do all this inner child work and this, you know, kicked off my whole personal development, spiritual development journey and just doing all this work of like, uncovering and processing all of the emotions and the shit that I held on to from my life uh, and from my childhood and, you know, my worthiness, just so much stuff. And I did this energetic healers retreat with them. And I did, I just did all these things to work on myself and it resolved the bladder issues. So, It was an experience of I am the predominant creative force in my life. I've been to every type of practitioner under the sun to try to resolve this issue. No one has helped me resolve it. Um, I, I must be the one that does it. And I did it and I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know when it was going to happen. I didn't know how it was going to come together, but it did. It came together. It came together and I just, I just chose it. I, I just assumed it like, and I just, you know, through, through all the things that I did, all the emotional work, all of the shifts in my consciousness, I did it. And that's proof. I have a couple of other, uh, significant stories like that as well, where, it, you know, like you are the predominant creative force in your life. It's you. You are the determinant. You are the determinant. Now, that doesn't mean it's your fault or your failure when you don't get what you want. Like, don't, like, no, no. 
but you are the determinant and you're the predominant creative force and you can at any point redefine yourself as the one that has the power and go look at the situations where you're feeling powerless and go, I have the power. I have the power here. I might not know how. I might not know exactly what I need to do or how I'm going to bring about this end result, but I have the power. I'm going to assume that I have the power and I'm going to take on this definition that I am the predominant creative force in my life because when I do, that actually, you know, does give me that experience and I do create the things that I want. And, you know, off the back of this episode is my entire uh, first um, foundations creating course that really shows you how to, you know, how to do that. But even right now, you can start redefining yourself as the predominant creative force in your life. And you are, you have the power. Whenever you're confronted with situations where you feel powerless, I want you to say, I have the power. I have the power. I don't know how to resolve this right now, but I have the power. I'm responsible and I have the power. Now, I want to invite you to a class. If you want to really realize this power that you have, a class that I'm running on the 26th of August. It's a free workshop. It's a like a a you know in-depth two and a half hour workshop that I'm running for free called Living from Your Greatness. And this is going to explore more this theme of being the predominant creative force in your life, how you actually live from your greatness, that aspect of yourself that is powerful, that does have the power to create your visions and end results, your greatness. You've got to like learn how to live from this to be the predominant creative force in your life. And I'm going to be sharing with you in this class, like really practically the practical path for living your life's purpose and creating the things you really want in your life and overcoming the forces that stop you, including those forces within yourself that stop you. We're going to explore the four aspects of consciousness that you need to understand to do this, to be a powerful creative force in your life, the the predominant creative force. Um, And the two aspects of your consciousness that you need to be aware of on a daily basis to really live this The one thing that pulls you off track from living from your greatness so that, you know, understanding this, this can then become a part of your daily practice. I'm going to share with you what fundamental beliefs are and why these are the most important types of beliefs to understand. And then we're actually going to go through the 12 fundamental beliefs. That's going to fucking blow your mind. Just saying, um, It's also in doing this, it's going to reveal to you why any beliefs work you've done before hasn't worked. Like if you've done any belief clearing, why you might still experience those beliefs or maybe it worked for a while, but you know, you fall back into the same patterns. It's going to reveal to you why that is the case. And I'm also going to take you through a simple tool that you can use daily to live from your greatness. So This is a class seriously not to be missed. Like I'm serious. If you're listening to this podcast episode, you must come to this class and it's free. I'm offering it completely for free. This used to be module one of my super conscious 
creating course and I am giving it to you completely for free in this workshop. And I'm actually restructuring my Superconscious Creatures course. It's got a new name. We're doing it in a new format. And I'm giving you the first part of it completely for free. So it's a no-brainer to come along to this class. The link to go and register your spot is in the description of this podcast episode. And uh, you can also find it via my Instagram or website if you head over there as well. All right. So if you haven't already signed up for the class, that's your next job. Let's go and sign up for this workshop. You're like really going to love it. You're going to walk away with um, very significant insight that will serve you just ongoingly for the rest of your life. And if you did enjoy this episode, I'd love to invite you to share it with a friend um, who would also benefit from it. And if you've got a moment to uh, leave a rating or review for this podcast, because it really does help me get this out there um, to more people and helps me, you know, with the energy to create more podcast episodes for you. All right, I'm sending you lots of love and I'll see you in the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,